you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Good morning, football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live in New York City. It is a Wednesday. I'm Colleen Wolf filling in for Jamie Erdahl, who is holding it down in London ahead of the Ravens and Titans game. We got Peter Schrager, Kyle Brandt, and Jason McCourty. It's a party, um, and you're all invited. Thanks for hanging out. Nice. It's been a great morning so far. But let's get to some news here first, because um, this is kind of a big development. Ian Rappaport, we welcome him in. He's been on the show all morning dropping all sorts of nugs and now we have an update on Anthony Richardson what's going on now this was I would say the expected anticipated move but now official Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson who's been so impressive in different pockets of time when he has been healthy he has officially been placed on injured reserve he is now out the next four games dealing with a grade three AC joint sprain. Generally, these injuries allow players to recover in four to six weeks. So I would say it's not a given right now that he would be able to return right when the four-game mark is up, right when he is eligible to return. So we know now it is going to be Gardner Minshew going forward. The Colts wanted to make sure they were ready for literally everything. Also signed, by the way, Kalman to the practice squad. But part of the reason they signed Gardner Minshew is they knew there was a chance he would have to start, whether it be to begin the season or at some point during the season, one of the better backups in the NFL. And now you look at what the Colts have. They have the Jaguars. They have the Browns the Saints, and then the Panthers. Certainly not exactly something that Gardner Minshew cannot navigate, but he is now the starter going forward. Remains to be seen when Anthony Richardson can get back on the field. 
And then there's the Vikings situation with Justin Jefferson, one of the best receivers, maybe the best receiver in the NFL, suffered a hamstring injury this past week, is officially placed on injured reserves. He also is out four games. Now, my understanding is he should be able to come back right around that four-game mark, so it's not like a prolonged absence for the Vikings star, but this is now reality for them living without him for four games. Yeah, and it's not a great reality um, Ian, thank you for the latest there on Anthony Richardson now going to IR, joining Justin Jefferson on IR, both sons on IR. We hate it. But honestly, for thank you, Ian. Bye. Bye, buddy. <laughs> Get out of here. No, I'm just kidding. Love you. Uh, this whole thing, though, with Justin Jefferson, it kind of brings us to some broader questions about the Minnesota Vikings because right now they're one and four and will be without Jefferson for at least those next four games, as Ian mentioned. But here's the schedule that they have in front of them, a couple division games against the Bears and Packers, plus the undefeated Niners and the Falcons. So just to add another layer to Minnesota's underwhelming start, their quarterback is in the final year of his contract. So should the Vikings consider trading Kirk Cousins at this point? And where, oh, where could he go, Jason? I think that has to be in consideration at this point. They went into this season. They didn't give him a contract. So we went in, and the expectation was they might draft a guy and let him wait. They didn't do that. So now the season has started the way it has. They're one and four. You're looking at next year. Unless they're already saying, hey, we definitely want Kirk Cousins back, Jefferson going down, it sets the table to say, all right, with Kirk Cousins, can we maybe get an opportunity to trade him away, play another guy, have an opportunity where we may end up with a high draft pick that we maybe replace him with a guy in the draft or we're forced to go out and get somebody. I look at this for Kirk Cousins as an opportunity. It's easy to say just trade him away, but the thing is for Kirk Cousins, he has a no trade clause. So if you are trading him away, he has to be on board with wherever he's going. So I look around the league. I'm looking at maybe a team like Washington for a Kirk Cousins that'd be full circle, him going back say. to a place <laughs> where he started out from. So it might be a place that him and the family are okay with going to. But I think beyond that, you look at what they have on offense. If I'm Kirk Cousins, I'm willing to say okay to a trade. I'm not just going anywhere. Well, now I have to run the whole thing myself. Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, mm. Curtis Samuel, Brian Robinson in the backfield. You actually have weapons to be able to distribute the ball to, and it's a familiar place. So you're going somewhere where you may have the next few years, and you ask about Sam Howell. He's on a rookie contract. He would have an opportunity to learn from somebody like Kirk Cousins. He still could possibly be the quarterback of the future. So I'm looking at Washington. I know the Jets as a team that everybody talks about. But from Kirk Cousins, do I really want to go somewhere where I'm playing for a year and my future with that team is contingent on if Aaron Rodgers decides he wants to come back and play? From Kirk, I want to go somewhere where I feel like I can be there for the next few years and I'm going to be the guy. The answer to the question is absolutely they should consider it. Mm -hmm. Of course. We want to keep playing this game? It's fun to play this game. We just throw out like commanding so spots. Here's, or, so you name a couple. Here's some that I'm seeing. And if you just Google, if you search, if you listen, or even if you just consider the teams. Yeah. Steelers, I can't see it in a million years. No, I don't think they do business that way. And Pickett is Pickett. I saw the Titans. The Titans quarterback room is already so interesting and so weird and complicated. And they've got all these young guys that haven't really gotten a chance yet. I saw the Patriots. I can't imagine it. I just can't imagine Why Belichick. want to go there? Well, that's the second right. part of it. The Jets thing, Peter turned me on to this. I think they don't want to do that, even if it makes sense, because they don't want to ruffle Rogers' feathers. Mm. And I mean, maybe Rogers really? rolls with it, but like they, I think they're all in for 2024. I think the whole season is like, we're getting Aaron back in 2024, and we're just going to go. You know, I don't know if Rogers and Cousins are best friends. I have no idea. They used to be division rivals. I don't think they're going to do it. The one that only one's interested in me is Atlanta. Because, okay. all right, so Atlanta. Now, Dome, 
soft schedule, money, but on the personal front, okay, you want to get into it? This is what we do. You got some familial ties? Oh, I love this. All right, so Kirk's (laughs) wife, Julie, is from Georgia. Kirk and Julie were married in Georgia. They spend a lot of time in the off-season in Florida, which is like right there. Money, weapons, dome, family. That's the one that for the no-trade clause part of it fits to me. I like that. You have an offensive head coach and Arthur Smith who seems to be no BS. The, if we're going to play the spin the wheel of teams mm-hmm. thing, the only one that lines up at all for me is Atlanta. But Kirk might as well be like, I'm not going anywhere, guys. The family's here. I'm going to get paid out for this season. I'm going to do what I always do. I'm going to be a free agent. And I'm going to cash the hell in, and that's yeah. what I do. So I, Atlanta may be, Peter, but other than that, I don't have it. Okay, so you guys have all hit on amazing points, and the no-trade clause is huge. Kirk kind of controls where he wants to He go, says no. So. so you could trade him to 29 teams if he mm-hmm. says no, you're good. I'll throw one that's a real wild card out. First of all, I think this is still a couple more weeks to go, and I think if one of these starting quarterbacks goes down, it totally changes the conversation, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's kind of where I'm at with this, where nothing this week, but let's see it and see if one of these – knock on wood, contending teams lose the quarterback, and they're like, well, wait, Cousins is a quick fix. That makes sense. Cousins had his best years as a pro quarterback with Kevin Stefanski as the offensive mind. Go on. Now, they have all that money guaranteed to Watson. That's true. Watson's huh. currently off the field hurt at the moment. We think he's going to play, right? We think he's going to be back. Do they say, we're, we're not sure? Like, for one year, for one half of the year as an insurance plan, does Stefanski go up to the GM, Andrew Barry, and to the owner and say, I, look, I, I know I, you can't put me out there with a rookie out of UCLA if Deshaun can't go. And guess what? If Deshaun's not our best option to win this AFC North right now, we're in a, we're in a barn burner with these three other teams. Can you bring me Cousins? I know he can run my offense. Just putting it out there. I, this is nothing from Cleveland, obviously, and they have been so protective of the Deshaun Watson. They are very yeah. defensive of the Deshaun Watson. That is their decision. They are all in on Deshaun Watson. But if Watson's hurt, and Watson's not out there slinging it like he used to be, and Stefanski and Cousins are very tight from their time together in Minnesota, and the salary number isn't that much of a backbreaker for the Cleveland Browns, are they not all in for this season? And would that not be a suggestion that would be made? So I Watson would, would be demoted then, because yeah. apparently his injury's not that bad. If he came back in a couple of weeks, he would sit behind Kirk in this hypothetical. In this hypothetical. Whoa. Yeah. It's just me. Th- I mean, I'm not an insider in this role yeah, right yeah, now. I'm saying yeah, you're yeah. asking We're spinning me for the wheel. looking around. Stefanski yeah, yeah. and him have a great relationship, and the Browns want nothing more than to win. Watson's the long-term guy, but for half a season, if we're all tied up at the AFC North and Watson isn't 100% healthy, do we at least consider Kirk Cousins? Mm. That's a really interesting scenario. I don't know if they can do it salary cap-wise. I right. assume there's a way to be wiggling around that, but they have so many veterans on that team, mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. I can't see them giving up a bunch of games with, Dar- with Dorian Thompson-Robinson. To tell your fan base we're paying Watson that much, and we're, well, then we're going to go get a different one and not even play him yeah. I mean that I, I would be I think preposterous yeah, I, I, I hear where you're coming from yeah. but like you can't ownership what are you doing yeah. we gave yeah. Deshaun Watson all this money yeah. amongst everything that was going on but now we're going to bring Kirk yeah. in and you go like that but duh. I like playing through all these scenarios yeah. but that's what we do it's also there, <laughs> yeah there's no clear cut not right now winner or like a target because I like uh, Kyle's with uh, the Falcons. There's a lot of connections there, and that seems really nice. I mean, I obviously went right to the Jets because it is the lowest hanging fruit mm-hmm. right there, but when you play it all out, it's like, why would you want to go somewhere with a bad offensive line? Mm-hmm. Like, And obviously, Aaron Rodgers and, and the Jets don't even really have the assets to probably pull it off either because what yeah. we're looking at, I guess teams could do a first-round pick swap. Maybe they get like some day-two picks, but that team actually has to have the assets yeah. to do it. Yeah. And with the no trade clause, like he has all of the power. He obviously is going to end the season if things continue this way, which I expect 
expect them kind of to, especially with Justin Jefferson out now without a playoff season. But he has said that he wants to stay and end his career and play it all out in Mm. Minnesota. But going to a place like the Jets, if they could somehow figure it out, would I think still make sense even with the Aaron Rodgers of it all? Because who knows when he is actually going to be back? He could be the world's fastest healer and he could be out listening to dolphins. And and that's some type of like, you know, the frequency of it is supposedly really healing. But I feel like there's so much uncertainty there that I, I don't know where he's going to end up, but I do feel like the Vikings probably should move him and it would be it would really behoove them to do it now. Peter put himself out there with Cleveland. Yeah. And it's Peter Peterson. I just try offer a theory. Should we, should we break the fourth wall? I just got a text from one of our colleagues, like a guy we respect, Andrew Siciliano, live on the, live as Uh-oh. we're talking. He's is he, watching. Is he not happy? No. He's on the contrary. He's saying that he was mentioning the, uh, the Cleveland thing as well if he's significantly injured. We don't know what it is. If it turns out to be right. some sort of tear or something, yeah. Siciliano's on it. You and can't I'm bringing sacrifice, him in. Look, you can't sacrifice games. Like yeah. last week, they when, against yeah. the Ravens, you're giving the game. Like, He's a rookie out of UCLA who hasn't had the experience. You put Cousins in there, you're, you're right in the thick of it in AFC North. Mm-hmm. I also think, listen, what we know about Kirk and his family, a couple little kids, simple family choices. We're not moving oh, a jersey yes. for six for months. No, no, no. No, no, no way. He's going to go and they're going to stay. I don't think he love runs his no. life. No. No. He takes all, we saw on quarterback. It's, it's already, it's already yeah. Halloween. Like, he's making $35 million. People move their jobs all the time. Tuesdays and off day. He said he doesn't even go into the facility. Well, then I, maybe I don't want him then if that's the case. If, like, if he's saying he won't even consider moving. That's just not this guy. Yeah. Already made so much money. Doesn't need the money. Like, he'd rather be with the wife and kids than, like, on a three and. He wants to move the whole yeah. operation where he goes, they go. Not his fault. He's leading the NFL in passing. Yards, yeah. you know. I mean, like, I, I hear what you're saying, but was he going to go to Cleveland and win the Super Bowl? I don't know as crazy as crazy as the Jets are, to me, that might be the only one because we saw him talk about how bad he wants to win a Super Bowl. Right. If he really felt like they were a team where I can go there and the hell with what Aaron Rodgers decides this year. Mm. But realistically, can you get to a team after around Halloween, learn an offense, and lead them to the Super Bowl? It seems I, like fantasy. They, like I don't. Really, mm. He finishes in Minnesota with, this year with and decides all of those weapons age. and playmakers yeah. that yeah. the Jets have. And like, then he hits free that's agency, enticing. and then he does what he does. He just makes a lot of money. Gets a, a great deal. contract. It, could he, he then sign with a free agent in Minnesota? Like if he goes to the Jets could, for yeah. half the year, and then huh. it's like, you know yeah. what? Now we're going to re-sign yeah, you and that, come back. I just love that Kirk has <laughs> a no trade. A no trade. <laughs> yeah, like, he has everything. He does his. He's got it all. Right. The I know. Right like Kirk, Cole's cash. I could see him like walking into the Jets facility, just like you know, maybe he takes on a whole different personality. We don't Mr. know. Mr. Manhattan. I don't exactly. Know. Exactly. He'd be at the Bubblegum Shrimp in Times Square. I'm telling you. Exactly. Still come on GMB. Diner guy. What do you guys think? What is the biggest storyline heading into this week? Oh, wow. Our next guest is the biggest storyline. The yeah, yeah. Here. This guy's really here in studio. Jay Glazer? Let's go, Glaze. Oh, yeah. Wait to talk to you him. You saw him? think so. Um, think? You think? I picture him in the green room, like, doing, like, MMA rushing. moves and stuff. Yeah, I was I was doing push-ups. Which team is desperate for a bounce-back win this weekend? Who really needs a win? Whiteboard Wednesday, next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Dak Prescott is a quarterback that can get us to the Super Bowl, and uh, that's the way that's going to be. We have uh, other quarterbacks on that roster and uh, players that uh, certainly, if something should happen to Dak, but I want to be real clear, Dak's very capable of making this team be where we want it to go. Guess what time it is? Whiteboard Wednesday, everybody. Jerry Jones, he's still very confident that Dak Prescott can get the Cowboys to the Super Bowl despite their 32-point loss to the Niners on Sunday. So, obviously, they need a rebound and them along with a ton of other teams. Coming off a loss in week six or in week five, which team do you want to see rebound this week? Guys, let's start with Peter. They lost by 32? Yeah. Yeah. I'm on behalf Um, of everyone watching at home. Everyone who's ever worked for the Peacock, NBC, and anyone who just wants to see competitive football. Giants, can you give me something? (laughs) Giants play the Bills this weekend. They are huge underdogs. The game is on Sunday night football, meaning Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth are boarding a plane to see this this game. Um, Giants just got embarrassed two weeks in a row. This Dolphins game was just a cherry on top. They actually played... Played somewhat well the first half, and then just got blown out in the second half. I, Giants, give me something. Who do you want Chris to be very excited about watching this game? The, I'm watching this Dexter Lawrence. It's <laughs> sexy Dexy. <laughs> sexy Dexy. There's something about I'm the tell, way I'll tell, you. tell you what. That's I, great. So, yeah, let's get a little something. This is, like, the Giants have a history of everyone counting them out, and that's when they finally get that big win, and it's been Super Bowls, it's been in uh, regular season games. Like, Giants, come on. It's a day ball thing, like the revenge. He's going game. up to Buffalo. Yeah, come, come on. on. Let's go. Show up. I love that. I'm going um, with a team. Their last two games, they've been outscored 72-3. to When you talk about a bounce back, the New England Patriots, do your job, ignore the noise, all those slogans that are said there. 
I know. I was in that building. I know this week is going to be hell. Bill Belichick does not like to lose, and he's not one of those coaches that says, hey, ball didn't bounce our ways. We'll figure it out. No, they're doing a lot of extra stuff to get ready for the game this week. These losses, 34 points, 35. They got to figure something out. Bounce back this week. Go out there and make it competitive. They're heading back to Vegas. You're going against the old coach that was there and Josh McDaniels. Figure something out for the players in that building, knowing the Patriots. Dennis Allen went into Foxborough and shut out Belichick. 34-0. What was that? Inside and out, how coach him. Like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's great job, Coach Allen. I, 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 this is simple for me. Let's just get back to the headline. That's gorgeous. I, I think? think I think they're going to be good. I think I think this is the Cowboys team is very good team. They're not even the same stratosphere as San Francisco, but they're very good. They're playing against the Chargers. It's Monday Night Football. I want them to not go someplace we can't follow, which is again losing, and now it just sucks. And now, now the team's bad, and it's a negative story. Jerry's promising that Dak is the guy. I actually believe that they're going to win this game. I'm going to predict the Monday night game ahead of time. I think mm. they're going to win. I think Dak's going to play well. I think Mike is going to be back. This is the syndrome of the Cowboys. They never just go where you can't follow. They keep you involved, and they keep you coming back. I think Dallas needs a game. I think they're going to get one. Watch. I think mm. Dallas will be good Monday night. Okay. You know, I hope the Ravens bounce back. Like, I really thought that they were going London. to win last week. They're in London. Big spotlight. Let's go. Okay, next up, ahead of their matchup against the Patriots this weekend, Raiders head coach Josh McDaniels downplayed the revenge game aspect as Jason mm-hmm. talked about, saying, the horse is dead, we've beat it enough. So the storyline that you're just over at this point, five weeks into the season, what is it, guys? Peter? Okay, so Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard. We heard that his entire career. Okay? <laughs> um, I didn't know that. The Chiefs wide receivers didn't score a touchdown for a season and a half. We heard it every single week, 35 times Dwayne a week. Dwayne Bowen never got in. We got it. Jeremy Macklin finally scored. <laughs> If I have to hear one more broadcaster tell me as if they're unveiling the Rosetta Stone or something that Desmond Ritter <laughs> no. wins at home, we get it. Desmond Ritter wins at home. He's won all his home games in college. He's won all his home games in high. And think, this is like the Trevor Lawrence has never lost a game on Saturday. Like we heard yeah. that 400 times. Yeah. There are certain news and nuggets that we all know, and you don't have to say every single time the person takes it. They're going to say it every time until he loses. No. I get it. But as someone who lives and breathes this, I'm just putting my hands up. I know Desmond Ritter hasn't lost at home. I know it. Please don't. He's at home this weekend. Please don't bang it over my head anymore. Please. I respect Desmond Ritter, of course. It's the broadcast. We know. We've heard about it. I get it. I love it. It's a cool stat. But please just stop hammering me with the one same stat you got all day long. Okay. Wow. Desmond Ritter's on the road this week. You know, he wins oh, all his home games, but he struggled on the road. Um, I love. He's home. He's home. Yeah, so he, we're, we're all good. All right. We're all good. I love the international games, whether it's Germany, whether it's London. It's just a cool experience. There's so many fans. I don't want to hear about the travel anymore. Oh, my goodness. The Titans are out there. Baltimore. Baltimore, they're flying in on Thursday. Well, the Titans are coming in on this week. Oh, did you see? Jacksonville goes every single year. They flew in on Thursday for their first game. They stayed for a week. They won the game. Teams travel at different. Last year, the Buccaneers, they traveled in on Wednesday. The Seahawks, they traveled in on Wednesday. Somebody won the game. Somebody <laughs> lost the game. There's no perfect science. If there was, if you travel a week in advance and you always win the game, guess what? Every team would go in a week in advance, but they don't know which one's better. That's why everybody's doing something different. I don't need someone. Yes, you can tell me. Let's stop breaking down what it means for the game and this team sleep. It's a lot. The Bills just lost. It, it happens. The Jags stayed for an entire week. That's not usual. We'll figure it out next year. International games love it. Don't love talking about the travel. Travel talk is like drinking buddies with yeah. weather talk. Weather it's just a thing yeah. that people do. United, why did you do that? Yeah. Long lines at the airport here, yeah. folks. <laughs> 
I have a personal one. All right, and this is this is the one I'm I'm tired about hearing. Brant hates the Dolphins. Okay. Mm. All right, so let me get into oh, this. No. Uh, a couple weeks ago, the Dolphins had been riding really high, and they were really exciting. And it was Tyreek and Tua and McDaniel. They lost really soundly to the Bills, and I came out here and I did this rant, this diatribe about you're not the next best thing. And really, what I was doing was I was directing it mostly at Peter and Jamie, who had spent the prior two weeks being like, "Oh my God!" And Peter was foaming at the mouth about they're changing the sport, and Jamie was doing all these reports about the Dolphins this, the Dolphins this. And it was just a little much for me. And so they got beat very handily by Buffalo. And I came back and said, you know, they're not they're not the next best thing. It sounded like I was talking to the team, like that the Dolphins and McDaniel had been beating their chest. And since I have said that, I have been so destroyed, eviscerated, mm. insulted, my family threatened by Dolphins fans oh, since no. then. I really like the Dolphins. Raheem Mostert's one of my favorite running backs in the league. Everybody likes McDaniel. Yes, I picked the Buffalo to win the Super Bowl, and I thought it was a profound win, and I don't regret any of that part of it. But I should have directed it to Peter and oh. Jamie specifically. So it was very passive-aggressive. You were doing it towards the yes. team, but it was a target enemy. I got yes. it. Okay, I should have, been, should have just been better. aggressive. Okay, you, that's not it. passive-aggressive. I don't hate the Dolphins. I like the Bills, and I like the Dolphins. You guys can keep dragging me for it. I'm, I'm over it, but I don't hate the Dolphins. Is that I'm an apology? I know. I, I don't apologize for okay. anything. I should have done it differently, right. but I don't apologize. No. It feels like growth, uh, maybe sure. a little, sure. in a way. Yeah. I just like it had nothing to do with me. I'm, no, Jay, you're I'm cool. just here doing my job, baby. Jamie right. and Peter were so excited. <laughs> and, and that was an exciting thing. You should have been. And I did it again today. It was a lot. <laughs> I did it again no. today. But they're good now. They're, okay, they're good. Also, I feel like, I, now I did this today, and I did it yesterday too, but the Vikings winning 11 one-score games last year, I think oh, I'm over yeah. that. I think that. I don't you think I can do I keep saying it, so yeah. I am a huge offender of this, but I'm over it. I can't hear about it anymore back on Good Morning Football. We get an early present this week on a Wednesday morning. Okay. We got to check in with our favorite member of the black and gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the table, the host of Not Just Football Podcast, Cam Hayward. Okay, Cam. Yeah, what's up, Cam? Cam what's happening, it's man? Good. It's good. It's bye week. We're in first place. Yeah. Man, it's a good, right. good week. I love the energy. You said it. It's a bye week. We're in first place. We got to start with the Ravens game. Talk about it. What did it mean for you guys as a team and how impressed were you of how everybody performed and showed up against a divisional rival? It wasn't pretty, uh, but we didn't ask for it to be pretty. We had to go out there and uh, make some plays late. Uh, you know, against our arch rivals, the Ravens, man, it was a heck of a battle. You know, Kenny completing passes, uh, finding George. Uh, was huge throughout the game. Defense stepped up throughout the game. And then you look at, George just came up with play after play. But the defense, you know, T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith, Joey Porter Jr. getting his first interception, Miles Killebrew getting the block. It sounds like a Steelers game, and it was a Steelers game. Damn right it was. And there they are, sitting in first place, just waltzing into the bye. Cam, last week we were talking about superheroes with you, some of your favorites. I know you're a big Iron Man guy. Uh, Iron is huge in your family, and I respect that. We're going to get into this called Hayward's Heroes. We're going to do super par- superhero comparisons. We got capes. Well, look at that We got graphic. you in a giant, beautiful, billowing. That's a pretty good graphic. So, Cam, here's what we're going to do. We're going to just toss you some superheroes like kelp, and you just say who would be their comp. We're going to go with Spider-Man, all right? Peter Ooh. Parker, he's, he's very young. He's got a little mouth on him. He's agile. He's fast. First of all, who is your Spider-Man? Is it Tom, Toby, is the Garfield kid? And whose week five performance would you compare to Spider-Man? I'm taking Miles. Screw Tom. Screw the other one. Miles, great. Let's go. Great. Miles is awesome. (laughs) I love that. And then for my choice, I'm going to have to choose 
Bijan Robinson. If you look at the okay. game he had versus Houston Texans, this screen in particular, look at the agility, the sticky hands. Man, I couldn't do that if I tried. Uh, the setup was nice, and then just behind the back, you couldn't ask for better acrobatics. Okay, let's go. Uh, we saw at the Jets game against the Chiefs, Hugh Jackman was hanging out there with Taylor Swift, but yeah. a lot of people were like, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. Us Marvel heads were saying, Wolverine is in the house, okay? <laughs> he's fierce, yes. he's brutal, he can heal. Uh -huh. Who had your Wolverine performance of week five? I like the Easter egg with the healing part. I'm going to have to go with Travis Kelsey. You look there at you that game versus the Minnesota Vikings. He gets hurt early, and you're thinking the worst. You're thinking this guy's got an Achilles or an ankle, and you're like, man, that doesn't look like a Taylor Swift curse of his tribe. But at the end of the game, when they need somebody to heal up and find a stick route, look who it is. Travis Kelsey delivering the touchdown to win the game. Mm. Perfect. All right. Well, Cam, I have to get to a little okay. Captain Marvel. Let's go. Here. Okay. Uh, an all-powerful warrior. She shows up whenever you need her, like Ghostbusters. So, who would be your Week Five Brie Larson in this scenario? Ooh. Okay. Let me think about it. Well, you think about Avengers Endgame, and you think about the big scene, and you're like, who comes in the clutch to make the play to win the game? And I had to go with Captain Miles Killebrew, getting it done versus <laughs> Baltimore Ravens. He gets the block to win the game. Look at this. Look how clean it looks. You couldn't draw up a better play. He's got like three blocks in his career, but man, I couldn't ask for a better play. Uh, changed the game, made sure the heroes win and the villains lose. Yeah, the <laughs> Get him his cape, baby. The villains lose. Even the Ravens are kind of purple, like Thanos. Like it actually. Oh yeah, works. great call. That's, that's really good. Go. I got you, Cam. Look at you. Yeah, I got that's you. Appreciate that's, you. That's TV right there, Cam. Before we let you go, give us a sneak peek. What's coming up on the podcast? Well, we had Steelers Ravens week, and I thought it was a great way to get James Harrison on. So we got James Harrison Ooh, on, oh, baby. Come on. And up. we got some stories to tell you. Uh, so everybody, look for the podcast. Uh, it's dropping on Wednesday, which is today and it should be a fun show oh i can't wait i ask i just want to know is he still lifting the same yeah. way he has is he gonna pushing, lift in ever pushing the sled <laughs> in the whole nine cam can't wait to hear it man enjoy the bite we have some fun appreciate you guys thank you for having me all right cam, cam. see you later hey we're joining us here on DFSB. we have more to come do you think he likes iron man because iron head like that's kind of cool right you go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Our next guest needs no introduction. If you love football, you know this man and you love this man. He's a man of many talents. He's an insider for Fox and NFL Sundays and one of the most well-respected analysts in the business. Please give a warm good morning football welcome to our good friend, Jay Glazer. Yeah! Hey, 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 hey! Woo! Wait, wait, wait. No, I do need an intro. What do you got for me? Okay. Uh, ballers. Ballers! Okay. <laughs> uh, one of the first voices of... You can stop it right there. Mixed martial yeah. arts. There you oh, go. There we go. There we go. Um, See, I need Peter's my hype man wherever I go. What else we got? Didn't, didn't you write Michael Strahan's book? I did. Yeah! Worst experience of my life. Didn't you oh. also give the induction speech to Michael Strahan? I did. Best of experience of my career. Okay. Yes. Um, and also, you're a part of Fox NFL Sunday's 30th year. How about that? Amazing accomplishment. Guys, Jake Glazer! Yeah, we're talking. Hi. Uh, now let's do the filthy stuff. That was, right. <laughs> you got to do that, Jay. Whatever you want to say. Uh, you and I have become quite close mm -hmm. over our time with Fox. You've always been way before that. Yeah. Very open when it comes <coughs> to mental health mm -hmm. and your diagnosis with ADHD. You've tried to help others overcome the stigmas associated with both by being vocal about your own experiences. Yep. Of course, you wrote the incredible book. You've got the podcast. You're here today on a special, special mission, of course, to share some words yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I got to laugh at my own stuff. I laugh at my look. Laughter is a big thing for me to get through my depression my anxiety, my ADHD. And you know what's crazy? I was first diagnosed with ADHD in 1989. And I was also kind of like Matthew Broderick in uh, Ferris Bueller. So I had to go to my teachers and tell them, hey, I need to take a break. I need to go outside and take a medication. And they were like, yeah, okay, whatever. Glazer's trying to get out of this right now. Yeah. But you know, but it was it was difficult. I didn't, for like my SATs, I skipped the reading comprehension part because I just wasn't able to do it. And back then I kind of felt bad about myself. Push your remedial English. I got kicked out of my first college, but since then I've written two books. So I just, you know, look, I could learn. I just wasn't able to learn the way they were teaching me. And now that you have, you know, things like this, like really bring awareness to ADHD, they allow people like me to not feel ashamed. And for me too, I'm like, okay, where can I turn my issues into my superpowers? Mm. So for like my ADHD, this allows me to do six things at mm. once, right? Mm. So I'm trying to use it as my superpower. My depression, man, I was never able to feel, you know, love from the inside out. I never felt worthy of it. So it caused me to do all these great things to go get love from the outside in and really made me who I am in my career. So I didn't let it keep me, keep me down. It's a it's a daily battle and it's a, it sucks. It's there every day or your week, but it motivates you to go do all these other great things. And then my anxiety, that allows me to be great in chaos mm. is the way I look at it, right? So I am good in a cage and I am... Great on TV, great on TV, oh, absolutely. great on TV. I suck in calm though, but I'm good, really good in chaos. So I'm like, okay, how are these my, my superpowers? And the ADHD part, I've had a lot of people now come to me and say, thank you so much for talking about it because I don't know how to, like my child, how do I talk to him about it? And even me, I didn't know how to handle it and how to deal with it. So it's, it's beautiful we're talking about Jay, it. Jay, I'm one of those yeah. people. There you go. I, like, absolutely. Right? And I hate the fact that it's categorized as a disorder. Or as, lear like, as a learning disability. I say, please don't right. call it a learning disability. No. Because that's clearly, mm. yeah, I just don't learn the way they teach, but I can learn very well. Yeah, you have right. a 
just a different brain. It's why wi it's wired. You're a divergent thinker right. is the whole part of it. So thank I like you. It. Thank, thank you, you, my friend. Good. What I love that you said, talk a weakness, make it into my superpower. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think right. That's awesome. And we see athletes all the time doing yeah. find ways to make weaknesses and turn it around. And you look at the 49ers, you look at Brock mm -hmm. Purdy. This guy was a late round draft pick, last pick in the draft. He's turned his career right, into right. superpower on the field as he's playing with these 49ers. You're close with John Lynch. What has he told you over the years about a guy like a Brock Purdy or just a team, how yeah. they've been able to thrive this year? Well, it's not only that. It's the same with Kyle Shanahan. He and I were talking about Brock this uh, training camp, and yeah. he's just like, man, he just gets it. He gets my stuff quickly. Like, Kyle's stuff is really complicated. And there's one thing about knowing Kyle's stuff. There's another thing about knowing it immediately. If you know Kyle's stuff a second too late, Man, you're screwed, right? But if you know it immediately, they're going to be able to gut you and, and do exactly what they've been doing. And the other thing I love about Purdy is he is just like, it's it's like no one's told him, hey, they're supposed to be huge. You're supposed to sit there and be like, oh, my God, you're supposed to get nervous. And he just doesn't. He's just, shoot, he's fine. He's the same guy no matter what. And that's what you need from with Kyle, too, because Kyle's crazy. Right? Kyle is crazy. And, and look, I'm crazy, too, so I could say it. Crazy is no crazies, right? But you're, he's able to take Kyle's sort, sort of crazy and fit it in and make it what we've seen so far. It's He's, I know we were talking about McCaffrey as MVP, but right now you got to put Purdy in that conversation. that conversation too, yeah. Jay, you have a, you're very popular. Popular really? guy. you got a lot Thank of famous you. friends. Cool. We've seen yeah, receipts all that? over the place. We have one right here. Let's see the picture of Jay and all of his friends because there's oh, a lot of like, uh, faces oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. here. Slides oh, that's a funny story. Al Pacino. That's amazing. Yeah, that's a funny story. We, uh, we broke the internet that day. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, what are your <laughs> on this? Uh, are you in the boo here? No, 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 we're Stallone's house. Do you see the Look at the oh. thing. That's the picture from Rocky III, right? The Leroy yeah, Neiman. Of course, yeah. See that right yeah, behind it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is great. So Stallone comes to me one day, and he used to train with us at my gym, Unbreakable, and you got, like, Frank Grillo in there. Yeah, I'm yeah, sitting next to Sugar Ray. So Stallone comes to me one day, and he goes, hey, I just got a uh, $25,000 grill. I'm going to go you know, get a grill master to help me out. I go, why are you going to do that? Why don't we just get Guy Fieri? And Guy's a good friend of mine, too. And he goes, oh really? You think he'd do that? And I'm like, uh, yeah, dude, you're Rocky. <laughs> So, <laughs> so yeah. one day he calls and he goes, hey, you want to come over? There's a fight. Anthony Joshua was fighting uh, Ruiz. He goes, uh, you want to come and watch the fight, fight uh, tomorrow night? I said, of course, dude, you're Rocky. He goes, any chance your friend guy in town? Because honestly, my daughters can care less about Rocky or Rambo, but they love diners driving Hell and dying. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I said, sure, let me find out. So I called guy. And, uh, ironically, I went to dinner the night before. I always put together weird dinners. Yes. night before this dinner was me, Guy, Dave Bautista, Mike McCarthy, and Strahan. <laughs> A weird, what? right? A weird, yeah, yeah. So I call up Guy, I go, hey. You got one more I you. said, tell me you love me. He goes, why do I love you? He said, well, Rocky wants you to come over and watch a fight at his house tomorrow. I told him about all his daughters. Daughters love you. Don't care about Rocky and Rambo. And he goes, oh, okay, yeah, we'll find out how many people are going to come, and I'll, I'll bring food and cook for everybody. So I call Stallone up, and I said, hey, tell me you love me. He goes, why do I love you? And I said, dude, he'll, he'll come over, and he's telling you he's going to, you know, cook for everybody and bring this to He goes, no. I'm just going to get cold cuts. No. So you're not getting cold cuts, bro. Like, we got Guy Fieri coming over. So finally he goes, I said, give me your guest list. He goes, who are you bringing? I said, well, I'm going to bring my baby sister, Strahan. Right? So I got Strahan and, and Guy. And he, I said, who are you bringing? He goes, oh, so Strahan, Guy. I got Schwarzenegger, Pacino, David Blaine, Sugar Ray Leonard. I said, get out of here. He goes, what? These are my friends. Those are your friends. And that's what we did. And we, it was unbelievable. We're watching this. And then Stallone actually comes to me and says, would it be okay if I posted this? I'm like, yeah, dude. You're rocking. Absolutely. <laughs> Please do. All right.
We're so fired up. We have the dynamo known as Jake Laser with us here on set. Hey. Jay, I feel like you're known for knowing people, and it's really <laughs> cool. Give us a Mount Rushmore, if you will, of the best oh, wow. hangs Whoa. in the NFL world. Ooh. Coach, analyst, player, four Man. people that are just so dinner. fun to have. with. But do you know how many of these stories so I can't pressure? say? Are you kidding me? Whatever you want. Yeah, so most, yeah, okay, well, I think number one up there, I'm going to have to throw them just out there because um, I've said it before, John Lynch. Lynch. And the reason why John Lynch, you guys, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but when we were at the Pro Bowl years ago, John Lynch broke the Mai Tai record at the Pro Bowl, 34 <laughs> Mai Tais. No. Yes, yeah, 34. 34. So, yes, he's Hall of Fame player. Lynch Looks like he'd be Hall of Fame general manager. Yes. Hall of Fame drinker. Okay. So yes. much Advil 30, huh? 34 Mai Tais. Okay. And he walked away. So then the next year, <laughs> me and Steve Hutchinson and the Barber Brothers tried to break it. It didn't go well. Combined could not. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't go well. Yeah. Ronnie got the 31. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Give much us sugar. Who else is he with you and Lynch? Like at the table? Um, Anybody? Who else? We um, Man, Mike Tomlin's a good one. Tomlin. Yeah, Mike Tomlin's good also. Yeah, because he's like an original OG up there. Yeah. And Tomlin's great. Tomlin will get back there and... Um, Tomlin's a fun guy also. Uh, how do I even... I, I got to dance around a bunch of this stuff. I, I we you. almost got in a fight one night, though, with these Browns fans. <laughs> he took his watch off and all that. I'm like, you're no, not going to fight. Not. It's going to be me versus eight of these guys. And I saw <laughs> him like coming in. Yeah. yeah, no, no. He wanted to mess Jay, around. Yeah. You're, you're the best. Hey, hey. Uh, love you all. Jay, all <laughs> <stuff> <laughs> he's doing. It's the best. Jay is incredible. <laughs>Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.